0: Welcome back to the Grim Reader Book Club. Woo! Um, as everyone knows, we adore Richard Osman. And I mean,
1: everyone doesn't know, Becca, who even are we? We haven't introduced
0: ourselves. I was getting to the more important person in the conversation, yeah. Richard Rich Osman. <laughs> uh, so um, we are the Grim Readers. Uh, usually we judge a book by its front cover before doing a little book review, but this is our other kind of series of episodes where we do a whole discussion on a book that we both have read so I'm Rebecca No I'm Nikki Woo. and this week we are covering The Man Who Died Twice by Richard Osman and if you're not a regular listener like this was one I was of about our to warn
1: them as well <laughs>
0: favorite books that we read um The Thursday Murder Club we both loved it and I mean We were hooked. So I will preface this by saying that we did get an advanced e-copy from NetGalley and the publishers, but we are not paid for the review. This is just our Unbiased opinion,
1: yeah, Our, are unbiased. Even though we absolutely would die for Richard Osmond yeah, so even though we spent the last it's a little minutes, bit of, yeah. of a bias. <laughs> <laughs> it's only because yeah. he's good. It's good. It's it's a bias that we love him because he's good at writing books. Is that a bias?
0: Uh, he's just <laughs> such a lovely man. Such a lovely oh, man. Like and
1: you know, you know, like it's in his writing, he just shines through. Like you just know oh, exactly the guy you're dealing with, and you're like, oh, he's a gent.
0: oh he absolutely is even his twitter his twitter is just fab i mean him sharing pictures of his cat being like this cat is definitely gonna be plotting world domination and i'm like i love this i it's just
1: it he cheers me up i love that his cat will cause his demise one day
0: (laughs) (laughs) don't say that we're both dog people so Mm. (laughs) we don't want the cat people Uh, community coming for us
1: oh you've Uh, got your beautiful copy I forgot to get mine off my mom (laughs) Um,
0: do you want to talk about um your beautiful setup there before I read the blurb yes
1: okay so you may notice hopefully hopefully my audio sounds absolutely lit (laughs) (laughs) um maybe I'll do like an So I'm in the FCPGM podcast studio, which is my mom's there. I'm re-filming this because my mom just came in. Um, I, I said to my mom this morning, I was like, oh my God, I forgot my microphone for the podcast because I'm down in Cork this week. And my mom was like, don't worry about it. And she brought me down here and I'm literally sitting in like the most advanced setup I've ever seen. This is like some Joe Rogan experience shit like... It's, i've got it's like amazing. a tv with becca's face on it and there's like a million microphones headphones there's like atm mini pro there's so much oh my god there's so much stuff it's so cool in here yeah
0: no it looks amazing so thank you so much to them for setting you up
1: <laughs> yes thank you <laughs> that nepotism is real and i appreciate it <laughs> oh i just
0: hit the mic um but will we start off with reading the blurb for the thir- the man who died twice, I have to stop calling it Thursday Murder Club 2. Or That's Thursday kind of murder- what
1: it's weird because I thought it was just going to be called Thursday Murder Club 2 because of the way he had it on the pre-order. Because mm. like I read Thursday Murder Club in January, like at the very beginning of the year. And I yeah. immediately was like, Becca, read this book. And you did, yes, which I thank did. you because I needed You're someone welcome. to talk to you about it. And we both like had immediately ordered... <laughs> Like yeah. pre-ordered the second copy and then we got it off netgalley so now we've got like oh the, our... the day
0: can we talk about the day that that happened I was I was oh. away with my boyfriend doing a little uh, staycation and literally we were I think it was just after dinner I was going upstairs uh, or we were upstairs and we were trying to decide on something to watch and um literally I was just like do you know what I haven't checked the grim reader email in a while in a few days like because I check it pretty regularly and literally I just saw um the man who died twice and I was like oh my god clicked on it and read that we'd been approved I was oh messaged I know, you Nick we Gally! were we
1: were, was, we were Becca, going wild I was having the worst day that way like I Aww. that day I'm uh I'm now a business owner and that was the week where it was all kind of being kind of finalized mm-hmm. and I was just like looking at my bank account and crying and just feeling like really overwhelmed and I was like oh I'm so tired and I don't want to read anything because I'm cranky and I just couldn't turn off my brain and Mm. Becca texted me and was like we've been approved for the man who died twice and I was like this is the best day of my life.
0: that's the effect that this book has on us yeah
1: this is this is a totally like this is this no it's already a 10 out of 10 for me anyway we don't even need to we don't need to go the whole episode on it saying it but (laughs) let's jump in do you want to read the
0: blurb let's jump in so this is the blurb it's the following thursday elizabeth has received a letter from an old colleague a man who with whom she has a long history he needs her help his story involves stolen diamonds, a violent mobster, and a very real threat to his life. As bodies start piling up, Elizabeth enlists Joyce, Abraham, and Ron in the hunt for a ruthless murderer. And if they find the diamonds too, well, wouldn't that be a bonus? But this time they are up against an enemy who wouldn't bat an island at knocking off four. Oh, God, I can't pronounce this word. Set to a Jerrian. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Can the Thursday Murder Club find the killer before the killer finds them?
1: Oh, the Agatha Christie of it all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So how are we going to start this episode off? I have no idea.
1: (laughs) What did we think
0: comparing the crimes from both books
1: I when I when I kind of like I didn't really read the blurb because mm. we got it on Net Alley, I jumped right in I was like amazing and when I kind of saw it was going to be a kind of diamond heist thing I at first I was a bit like "Hmm, the first book is so good and I kind of just wanted another murder story and I wanted it all done again but oh my god like it was so good it was, it was so good and it was, it was such he stepped up and he brought more like if he just slapped his name on like literally like if he did it like they do scooby-doo and they just went after another bad guy and all got unmasked and it was literally the same story with new characters i still would have loved it because Mm. i love the first book so much but he didn't take the easy way here he made like a brand new story a brand new setup it's it's not like an episode two it's it's it is a sequel like in a movie it's brand new Um,
0: i would say that i think i would agree with it being like a set as um another level up from the previous book i think with the previous one um it was very much like that kind of agatha christie like miss marple like it all involves people in a local community whereas this time like it's a much like bigger level
1: and it's like they have a budget now (laughs) (laughs) They do they're gonna like, blow shit up in this movie. Michael Bay's funding it.
0: <laughs> it's like it's a little bit more out there, kind of with who's involved. I mean, um, I mean, as well, spoilers were obviously <laughs> so apologies. I'm like trying not to spoil stuff. And I was like, oh, give up, do it. Um, I mean. We've got the MI five, MI six involved. We've got an American gangster. We've got like a drug dealer. All this. I mean, it's it's pretty wild when you're reading it.
1: And like the like obviously it's Thursday Murder Club. We know there's going to be murders. And the yeah. murders in this are so much more sudden and gruesome.
0: <laughs> oh, my- you do not see them coming like there's so many times you're like this is where the murder's going to happen like we are going to find a dead body now and then, it's not
1: that they find one it's like oh he gets shot in cold blood right in front of your like it's it's just like when well, they do find the body remember yeah no but like they. what i mean is that like in the first book all the deaths are like they kind of happen in the in in, mm. in the background and then in this there's like there's people being shot in front of them by the end <laughs>
0: like... yeah it's it is it's it's definitely um i would say a lot more
1: action-packed at times with mm-hmm. that kind of
0: stuff um but, but they he... really they really come as a shock you
1: know yeah and he doesn't like even though he goes action-packed you don't lose any of the heart of the first book this one kind of made me feel even more at times because first of all one of the first things to happen in this book is Ibrahim we need to talk about him I think he's I think he am I right in saying he's your favorite character I don't know is he my
0: favorite but I think he is who I am I am Ibrahim <laughs> Ibrahim is me do you know I mean I would love to be Elizabeth I'd love to be Joyce I'd love to be Ron I'd love to be Ibrahim. I do you know what I'd love to be like a mixture of all four that's what I'd love but I know deep down in my heart I'm an Ibrahim
1: I'm a Ron. <laughs> you're
0: definitely a Ron. and oh so okay we'll get into it so spoilers beware so very early on in the book and like this is like not even would we even say it's not even a quarter of the way in we're like I'd say no
1: I'd say you're like 30 pages 40 30 pages, pages
0: in. in and um, Ibrahim like we're, we're set up for this really well beautiful wild, like, day. He, ibrahim's having a wonderful day with ron he's like ibrahim is like commenting on how far he's come in life um especially in the last few months with him kind of um driving around a lot more having more freedom more independence
1: yeah i I have it's just so i have a quote from this so he basically he goes like he goes to his local bookshop and it says um this is from the book he buys three other books too because he wants the bookshop to be here when he comes back next week.
0: Oh, he supports logo. I just I just like there we go. Ibrahim
1: I know. And there's one more highlight. This is another one from this area of the book. And this is when he's kind of talking about like, as Becca said, how far he's come. And he says, you want to see someone? Just go and see them. That's what Ron would do. Though Ron would also go to the bathroom and leave the door open. So Ibrahim must remember that there are limits.
0: (laughs) Oh, so I mean, he's having such a lovely day, such a lovely day. And then he is, is see, walking back to the car or something like that. And it's literally outside the police station.
1: Yeah, he gets
0: he gets mugged and uh, attacked. And he is pretty much left uh, lying unconscious.
1: He's left for dead. Yeah. It's very. It's, it's it's really sudden. It's middle of the day. He he's an older man. It's he he really re- really sounds like it could have been an attack that killed him. Oh, but absolutely. This is absolutely. when we get our reintroduction to Donna and
0: Chris. Chris, Chris. Mm.
1: we get Donna and Chris back, and they of course like find Ibrahim, and they're like odd (laughs) they're they're, like
0: oh oh, they are absolutely because i mean they're so connected with these characters but can we talk about when um the others find out um (laughs) and they're like they surround ibrahim when he's in the hospital i mean joyce and elizabeth are like holding um each of Abram's hands, but like it's Ron who's the cutest. I have oh, to say. he's like
1: teary eyed and really upset and like, doesn't know what to do to make it better.
0: It, it's like, and even then when uh, Joyce and Elizabeth leave, and they're like, Ron, are you coming? He's like, no, I, I asked them, can they bring in like a chair and I'm, I'm going to stay. Like he stays the night with him. I mean,
1: the whole thing. Like that friendship, friendship is actually, that's my favorite part of the book.
0: Oh, it's, I think it's probably. I feel like it's going to be one of the more underrated parts of the book, but I think in the first one, Thursday murder club, we see that they're all very close, but in this one, the, the bromance between, um, Ron and Ibrahim, like we get a whole different level to like how close they are, and And it's
1: really nice because it's such a continuation. Because in the first book, they're kind of scoping each other out because they really are polar opposites, Mm. and they're kind of both like amused by each other. But they're kind of like, oh, he's a bit, he's off the deep end now. Like they're both kind of thinking of all of each other, and then we get to this book and they've just connected. Oh, and it's just
0: it's so lovely and like, Ron like when Ibrahim is telling um, Donna and Chris about his attack and then like Ron is in the background like he has a name it's Ryan go get him (laughs) like it's just like justice for Ibrahim and I have to tell you Ron just riles you up during it you're like absolutely go get that little toe rag all right Ron I have
1: I have a quote from Ron and this is this is why Ron is my favorite character he goes don't even think about it, mate, says Ron to the pigeon, then turns to Chris. I reckon all pigeons are Tory.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, I just love the characters, like every single one of them you just absolutely love. But like Ron comes out with some wild stuff. And whenever that happens, I'm like, I can just see Nikki doing this. <laughs> I could see Nikki turning to you and going, pigeons are all Fianna Fáil. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just I see it in my head. Yeah. I know. It's it's one of the best. It's he's one of the best characters. But I, think I won I have, by him.
0: I have to say though, going into Ibrahim's attack, it's I mean it's heartbreaking when it happens and you're just you're like, oh my God. But it's the aftermath of it really that I think affects you more because you see how Ibrahim completely just um, shuts in on himself and that whole sense of freedom or independence that he'd kind of built up mm-hmm. just completely disappears. And it's almost, he gives out to himself a lot of the time, do you know? And he's a former uh, psychologist. So even he's kind of examining himself that like, Oh, his brain is just stopped you know, doing what it had been doing previously. And it's just those, I'd say those bits in the book, I found the most upsetting reading at how quickly that confidence and.
1: Mm-hmm. Every time it zapped back to him, I was really hoping he'd be just a little bit better. And he was, it was like, he got worse and worse after the attack. Mm. Um, That bit when he goes, "Um, my ribs hurts. And that makes me feel like my heart hurts.
0: Oh, it's 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 such I think it's such a different uh what I wouldn't say voice but like such a different kind of aspect that you wouldn't expect from the book I mean we do have some very sad moments in the first one you know with grief and with um struggling with the partner's um dementia and things like that but this one just felt when it was going through first person it's yeah
1: and I think because you see the beginning and the end of it because you see him at his best and you see him lose that whereas in the other books I guess we're being introduced to them in the middle stages of their grief yeah but this one hits harder because you can see exactly the before and after
0: I absolutely loved it because I think we were getting um we didn't get much from Ibrahim's point of view in the first book, book and this one it's I mean, in the first one, he comes across as very, you know, confident, know-it-all kind of man, and then we see this kind of person who becomes really doubtful of themselves and just, oh, I mean, when I say like our messages to each other when we were reading this book, mine were like all caps, like "Justice for Ibrahim," <laughs>
1: <laughs> and can we talk about like oh. the way he like. I know we are getting, this is a, like, I think if we deal with this in parts so like I think Ibrahim mm. as a part, and we talked about his beginning in the middle, like the end with Ibrahim like, when you see him just start to come back to himself I have this highlighted as well he says "Um, um, of course I do, it's the first day of peace we've had for weeks, Joyce do you want me to drive you to the animal rescue centre to pick up your dog? Oh!
0: Oh, it's just you know Ibrahim is he's not fully back yet but these are the steps that he's he's yeah. on the way to you know making a recovery and it's just and so oh lovely. Richard Osman
1: does that so well like it's so subtle and it's it's kind of that like really charming BBC way of oh just, yeah like you he's see, going to you be see okay
0: the, the character has made a baby step in the right direction but we can't move on for Ibrahim quite yet because we have to talk about his bond not only with Ron but Ron's grandson.
1: Oh, Kendrick. When they're playing what game is it they're playing I, together? Is it like Minecraft? Or
0: oh, it's it's something like that. Um because Ibrahim after the attack like and he gets home, he really doesn't want to leave home at all. Like and um Ron's grandson then comes for a visit and uh, he's staying for a while but they're in the heart of like the the murder case at this point and because um Ibrahim isn't leaving he um he looks after Kendrick during the day when Ron's off doing jobs for the the case but like there's so many heartwarming like little conversations between the two and i mean i think they play i think it's some form of vid- video game i be,
1: think it's my see we both read this when we got the copy in august yeah i think it's minecraft because i think it was to do with building it was kind of this like kind of make your own kind yeah. of a thing.
0: Um, but what I loved, because I was flicking through the book um, this morning before we were recording, and I mean, I just zoned in on one of their conversations, like Kendrick just turns to him and goes, um, "Who? which do you prefer, penguins or monkeys? And um, Ibrahim, like straight away, doesn't even think about it, just goes, penguins. And he's like, oh, okay. And he was like, why? Because uh, Ron didn't know, or granddad didn't know, didn't know which one. Ibrahim just goes into a long explanation of like, why penguins are better. (laughs) And like, he's like, you ask great questions. And like, it's just such a beautiful little bond. Like, I'm just like, Ron has a little grandson that is so similar to Ibrahim, and then he,
1: and I know oh. that's such a good point, and that's probably why Ron sees something like as as his grandson kind of gets a bit older and the mm. personality starts coming out, he probably can see that like, oh my God, like Kendrick and Ibrahim are the same person. Oh, they're
0: just <laughs> and he loves them so both. sweet. And I mean, then like <laughs> this is really odd because I mean he's. Ron's grandson Kendrick is pretty young. Like I would say, was he nine or ten, maybe? And Ibrahim is given the task of going through the CCTV footage. And Kendrick helps him.
1: And Kendrick is like, this is so fun. Can we watch another tape? Yeah.
0: And I mean, he's also like a part of like why they um do get the right footage or whatever in the yeah, line. and run. look, that's always, but,
1: that's always just great wholesome writing like when every single character like this case wouldn't have been solved if it weren't for literally every single character Mm. that the book has every character even the 10 year old child who's obsessed with Minecraft penguins (laughs) even he saves the day oh Oh, it's it's, so
0: good it's when I say like it is it's just so wholesome and just it's lighthearted, but there's sad moments like it's oh will we move on from Ibrahim he, we probably yes. will bring him back up as we go but we talked about something sad will we talk about something a little bit more light hearted
1: um, let's I've got a quote from Joyce to kick us off Oh, I knew it I was <laughs>
0: like she's going to go to Joyce I feel it
1: most women are murdering people these days says Joyce if you ignore the context it is a real sign of progress
0: <laughs> oh my god Joyce Oh, there's just so
1: many lines in this book make me laugh out loud. Like they're just funny.
0: (laughs) Oh, they are. Like I would say the humor is there's more humor in this one. But what I love with Joyce is not only does she bring some hilarious moments, but from the first book, let me see. Can I find the quote Joyce in the first book? Here's a quote from it says, I'm very happy to be overlooked and always have been, um, and I do think perhaps that will be helpful in this investigation. So that was the first book. Can I say she takes a much more leading role?
1: But in it's funny this because case. they keep referring to how like she likes to be, she likes to kind of be the secretive one, and they're like she's running the whole show.
0: <laughs> like... Oh yeah, that's the thing. Like <laughs> Joyce is just like she figures things out before Elizabeth does in this book, and like she's and I just, love when she's, she's being really it. cocky about it. Oh, she's just. <laughs> loving it and you know what I just love that character growth for her we see I think it's because she's become more comfortable with Mm -hmm. the other characters do you know she's gotten to know them a lot more she can kind of joke with them in that way being like I figured it out and yeah you're idiots (laughs) I know
1: and I think Joyce like I think she's learned so much from every character Mm. and I think that's why she's so grounded because she's like I know how to do this because Elizabeth would show me and Abraham's helped me here and Ron makes me fearless and she kind of she knows where she's gotten it all from and she's surrounded by these people she's just at her most confident oh she is in the most endearing way because like you don't even know she's being a little cocky bitch till the very end when she's like I (laughs) I know what happened
0: (laughs) I support her in that I'm like you go be a cocky bitch I love this
1: I know I love it so much but
0: we start off with meeting um Joyce and she wants to adopt a dog and
1: and even even that is really sweet because she's really undecided and it is her friend's opinion matters with getting oh, this dog so
0: much. And it's really divided because like Abraham is like, you're too old. Like,
1: yeah. And he's being really factual. He's like, what happens to this dog in like 12 years? And like Joyce is
0: like, <laughs> shush, like, this is my decision. Be loved and um, oh, it's just so cute. Like this whole debate about getting the dog is just like running through and the. How about call.
1: getting the Instagram account? oh they are some of the funniest like and again it's just another bit of great writing having a cutaway of just something funny that's happening as the story is happening it's just
0: hilarious
1: great joy 69 she is on instagram everyone go follow her
0: i (laughs) flicked to that part of the book when i was or i was trying to find it and i just magically opened on that page where she is deciding her name so she's like oh my name is taken like joyce What's her surname? I can't remember, but Joyce, whatever is taken. Meadowcroft, she tries Joyce Meadowcroft. It's already taken. She's like, Joyce Meadowcroft, boo, that's taken. So then she's like, Do you know what? This doctor that I had, whenever I go see him, he says, oh, Great joy. And she's like, I'll pick that. So then, then she, the puts, <laughs> she puts in her her birth year, and it's 1944. It doesn't work. She's like, I'll use my daughter's, which is 69. And oh, uh, like she just whenever she opens um, she doesn't post anything yet I don't think and she just opens Instagram and she's like oh my god I have like
1: 900 followers and she's like <laughs> oh I have like 18 messages but I can't figure out how to get to those oh, yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> she had isn't able to open her messages like
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm just like Joyce don't open them don't open them just don't open them don't like, let
1: them be I messaged leave them be. when I finished the book I messaged Becca because I was like the first thing I did was check if great joy 69 exists and I sent it to Becca and I was like she's real and Becca was like oh you don't know if that's her I was like you do you do it's her because she has a picture like at the end of the book when she does get her dog Alan Mm. she um she says that she makes her profile picture on Instagram the dog um oh oh, she has a new post yes (laughs) this is a water buffalo here I wouldn't argue with him. I tried to say this yesterday, but it didn't send.
0: (laughs) Oh, I just it's just the cutest thing when you find out that they actually I hope it's Richard Osman running it. That they set up an actual Instagram account and like even after the book was uh, published, he like started tweeting about it. So you definitely knew it was real. It wasn't just someone. Oh, but it but it
1: was because like the timing of it, like the fact that they posted like a picture of like a nursing home. I was like, this is so lovely and endearing.
0: It was just lovely, and like she
1: follows like all of uh, the Strictly Come Dancing people.
0: (laughs) I mean, is that not the most Joyce thing ever?
1: It's so. It's, it's
0: just, it's such, I think, with these books. I mean, not only tr- in them do we see a, a great sense of community, but I think from kind of what Richard Osmond does with it, he's trying to create that then with the readers. Mm-hmm. Do you know, like having that Instagram account, like how, even how he kind of just interacts on social media, it's him doing it. And I, I get that sense of just that kind of, you feel closer. To the yeah book, and but the characters
1: well. feel real in a really oh, lovely way do. Um, totally i i had messaged them. her page when i spotted it and i was like i'd love to be one of the thousands of messages you can't figure out how to open oh <laughs> oh and can we talk about her friendship bracelets and again more great writing that every single detail played a part in solving this because oh, that's how yes. they figure out like who the guy is because the Um, Kendrick notices on the security camera he's like look he's wearing one of Joyce's friendship bracelets
0: (laughs) it's just it's just so kind of I don't know like every little detail like when she's
1: handing them out in the beginning like (laughs) it's
0: so cute but it just fits the characters so well yeah so so well um uh, (laughs) oh I just I just love Joyce and like oh she's just the cutest and I just loved kind of seeing her stepping into her own a little bit more and being Mm. a badass bitch I just loved it
1: oh my god she was such a badass like you know when she she had when um she was with the like when she was bandaging up someone Mm. and she was like stop moaning you big baby (laughs) says (laughs) Joyce tightening the bandage
0: (laughs) she's just she's not having any of your crap like no um but I just love it. Can we oh, move on to one oh, more? One,
1: one more. Would you like some painkillers? Yes, please, says Sue. The anguish etched onto her face. Shame, says Joyce. <laughs> I don't have any.
0: <laughs> we, we shall move on to it. We're it. You're just getting little uh, nuggets from all the characters. When we move on to Elizabeth. Yes. So Elizabeth in the first book we're hoping that you've read the first book, but Elizabeth in the first book is, uh, we find out she, well, we assume that she's a former spy. It's never really revealed, I think, in the first book.
1: She, like in the first book, she just has like the most badass, bizarre past that is yeah. just, it's it's badass in the way that she can't even tell you what it is. It's secret yeah. service, it's it's like military.
0: MDAs. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> can never tell you I signed the secret act. Like, mm-mm.
1: if I tell you I'd have, Kill kill you, you.
0: and she actually would. But she is she's very secretive in the first book, and we don't when I think back on reading the first book, I don't we don't get as vivid a sense of who Elizabeth is. And then this book is just like, you want to know about more about Elizabeth? Here you go. And I mean, we get a lot more about her personality, we get a lot more about um her relationships, her her work. And like how she has become who she is through all of this. And it's just, I I loved it actually. I love I, it. I because definitely got closer to
1: her. Yeah, because her whole shtick in book one is that she's very serious mm. and a little bit kind of not cold. She's kind of just more detached and she's a bit, she's very kind of lone wolf in her ways. And I think in this book, even though that's the way Elizabeth kind of likes to view herself, I think she's starting to accept that she's actually a soft baby, just like, just like everyone else. And when you see like people, I love that her, it's Bogdan and her husband, Stephen. Yes. The fact that they're still really close and that like she could ask Bogdan to do anything and he'll do it. No questions asked because he just loves Elizabeth and Stephen. And then when her ex-husband is coming back and there's kind of this hint of like run away with me, Elizabeth, like she's not doing it for a second. No, she's absolutely. She's like, I love she my husband.
0: Stores, Stephen, like those, the little nuggets. I mean, we see in book one how his dementia really affects her because she feels like she's losing her husband, and that yeah. he will, if people find out, he'll be moved into a nursing home, and she. He, like their, their relationship is just so lovely, but like going into their past about how they met and can, we have to talk to, about their trip to Italy that she tells us about in the book it's just the cutest thing
1: oh it that's so that's when he um he loves like she's very meticulous and mm. organized and Stephen is like no we have to it's an adventure we can't plan these things we have to leave it a chance and he goes like around Italy and he wants to just go and just see what happens but yeah like she cares so much about him that she actually like plans out a route she knows he'd love and she kind of makes it out like she hasn't planned anything and kind of really subtly leads him to like it's a small bar I think
0: yeah
1: um where there's music and like they go to these really nice like really independent kind of quiet non-touristy spots and Stephen's under the impression that like he's kind of brought her along and um he's managed to make all this work and be kind of spontaneous but she's actually planned it all out just so he thinks exactly that and then he's really happy and like oh
0: Oh, it's just it's so lovely and even when we flash to like the present day like later on the book when I think her flat is being their their apartment whatever is being searched and like Stephen's there and I mean, she's as like, quick oh my god, because ever he he's like, how she's there, like, how is he going to react? Like, is he going to take a turn? Is he not going to know what's going on? And I think when she gets home, like, he's just like, I just told him, like, if Elizabeth doesn't want you to find it, you're not going to find it. Like,
1: <laughs> you know, like and I mean, and simple. it's. Oh, and it's, in, it's in fashions. her kettle. Or no, it's in Joyce's kettle. It's in, in Joyce's
0: <laughs> kettle. But like,
1: and I love the little things when Joyce is like, "Oh, well, you know, like I can't offer them a cup of tea. What will I do?
0: <laughs> it's, I just, I just loved seeing that. I think we got a sense that she is like, she is a softie, but like that kind of warmer part of her personality that we didn't see in yeah, the first book. Yeah, she
1: keeps it really locked up and she's not outwardly she's not outwardly like kind of, she doesn't make a show of the gifts or a show of the love that she gives mm. everyone around her, but she's with people that can see it. They don't yeah. need, they, they can see exactly how much love she has. She doesn't have to go against herself and be very, you know, like kind of open. She can no, kind of absolutely. stay closed and stay. She's like in her little shell and they let her be there um, because they, they can see when she's coming out, even when she doesn't really think she is. And it's,
0: it's just so lovely. I think, you the character development in this book is just. I loved it. Like I absolutely loved it. And, I mean, her ex husband. When you compare them, him with Stephen, you're like, and he's like, e- it kind of comes
1: across like he's kind of like this sexy, kind of adventurous, yeah, like kind wild of thing.
0: a little bit. Like, I know. I like, and yeah. then Stephen
1: is just so like a normal guy who's just. <laughs> he's, he's, such, just normal. he's just such
0: a lovely man love, but like, like even oh. just
1: like the highlights that she has with this guy are like um it's like the sexy faraway like adventure boy mm-hmm. who's like unbelievable really like can't predict him and then all the flashbacks you get to like her and Stevens' intimate moments are just really simple and just full yeah. of love but like very ordinary in a really beautiful way Like all that thing about them being in Italy. I'll never forget that. Like I remember talking about it on the podcast. Yeah. Just on a rant that wasn't to do with the book we were reading because (laughs) I was like, that was just the best bit.
0: (laughs) No, it was just, I just loved that with Elizabeth. Um, With Ron, I think we see it more. I think him and Ibrahim are very connected. They're kind of Mm -hmm. stories. So, I mean, kind of talked about Ron
1: Ron. I, I think with Ron the only thing to be said for him is just he's very it's I don't even think it's that he's brave mm. like you know he goes into all those situations oh my god when he wears like the West Ham tie or something <laughs> I have <laughs>
0: that I have that written down his love of West Ham pretending to be a gang <laughs> mob leader leader and he goes in and he's wearing a suit but it has to be a West Ham tie. <laughs> and we only learn about this from like a drug dealer's point of view it was like he's kind
1: interesting of interesting like, that he's What's wearing like a West Ham
0: tie like that was Very really weird. weird
1: yeah and I mean kind of like is this guy legit
0: <laughs> even even in his disguise he's like nah, nah, gotta show my West Ham pride yeah I gotta
1: show his pride he's just and oh he's so like he goes into all of this all of these situations kind of really blindly Oh, but yeah. just because his friends need him to do it he'll do it it's fine don't worry about it I'll get and, it done And
0: I have to say they're a lot more dangerous than the first book
1: <laughs> I know He's they such dangerous. a little DIY man and they all kind of like they all kind of trust him that he's oh. going to that he's just going to be grand he's going to get the job done I love the bit um kind of um this is this is kind of to do with Joyce and Ron Mm because they're they they're never like they're not as close as say Ron and Ibrahim are with this kind of really kind of gushy kind of kind of really open heart friendship where it's kind of so cute it's kind of weepy because they're really dependent on each other Mm -hmm. in a way with him and Joyce they just get each other from a distance and like like joyce knows exactly the type of person ron is and backs him up and so does ron for her and um one of my with the one of the moments we talked about with joyce is when she's kind of got it all figured out and she's not like telling anyone she's kind of going oh do you not see what's happened here and she's got the twist and she's ra- waiting she's, let she's even
0: going like i'm giving you a few more minutes to try and see can you figure it out like <laughs>
1: are, are you trying like... to try and see if you're as me? <laughs> um, as so I have that highlighted. So it's Donna can tell that Joyce is enjoying the attention. Good for her. Oh, stop milking it, Joyce, says Elizabeth. For goodness sake. I was just trying to give you a few more seconds to try and work it out, says yeah. Joyce and takes a sip of tea from her flask. I'm loving this, says Ron. <laughs> so Ron, like, no idea what's going on. But oh, he's, like, he's just, for you, Joyce.
0: He's, he's just like <laughs> loving the drama with it. He's like, ooh,
1: yeah. Um, And then I uh, have this, this highlighted as well. This kind of is, is Ron. You have a good cry, says Ron. And I'll tell you a story. A couple of weeks ago, you nicked a bloke's phone. My sort of age, the bloke, but looks older, losing a bit of hair. You gave him a nasty little kick to the back of the head. Do you remember? No, no reason I can make out. I've seen him cry too, you know, since you've done that. And I don't like it, Ryan. I know you don't care, old son, but he's my best mate, this fella. I want you to remember his name for me. Will you do that, Ibrahim Arif? You remember that name every night. You you're locked up. No one messes with Ibrahim Arif. <laughs> I just I had
0: really <laughs> hoped that you highlighted that because I read that was another bit I was just trying to find in the book earlier, and yeah. I did find it, but like I don't have anything to tab the book, and I was like, oh, I hope Nikki has this highlighted oh, because it's so
1: good Ron's
0: little speech when they arrest the man who attacks. Um, or who attacks? I know, because for the book, just... you're
1: kind of worried about what is Ron going to do. Like, is Ron actually going to go mental and like kick this guy himself? Like, you know, I don't and think he kicks him, but Ron like Ron he just like you don't mess with Abraham, and he's like, Abraham's like, he gives Abraham the power, and he's like, you've been locked up because Abraham wants you locked up.
0: <laughs> Even when he was like, "That's my best mate," when he said those words, my heart yeah. was just like
1: oh I know it's like it's that deep like deep butcher love
0: (laughs) oh it's just it's so lovely and I think what I'd say with all of our four characters or the main four characters is I loved them in the first book but this second book I just felt like one it felt like I was coming back and meeting friends again like you just you're so close with them Mm -hmm. in the first book and this book I was just like how is it possible that I just love them even more?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you know? i was just got like, one oh,
1: more. One more oh, from dear. Ron. Never give an old lefty, but I don't think what I did was illegal. I think it was right.
0: <laughs> oh, Ron.
1: I love that he's kind of like, he's the really like old man you'd see in the pub who's kind of a little bit rough, but he's a socialist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I just,
0: good. I love it. But, um. Like, I have to say, I know you figured out the murder in the first book. Did you figure it out in this one? No. I didn't either. I couldn't, I didn't at all. It I totally... couldn't figure it out because there was so many kind of, you know, branches or like subplots going on. You're like, who could it be? Do you know? And when it was revealed, then I was flicking back through bits. I was like, I should have kind of figured it out maybe a little bit who the who the villain was, but not I it. and you know what it's
1: kind of funny because when you finish the book that's not even like your favorite bit I think in the last book my favorite bit was how clever it all was and how much Mm. I love the characters and in this book I was like oh yeah okay that's been solved but anyway how does Joyce get on with her Instagram I must know
0: (laughs) no I thought I think with this ending we get it is more dramatic at the end do you know yeah they're held up at gunpoint really (laughs) and And they're just
1: unfazed they're kind of like oh no we have to get out of this now but they're very like logical and kind of it's fine now we'll figure this out
0: (laughs) I mean I just it was fab you know and I just I loved that so
1: it gives me Paddington 2 vibes oh I
0: Paddington too. I know
1: it just I gives me Paddington that vibe too. like you know when it's kind of gotten a bit serious and there's like actual police involved and mm. it's a bit you know like that like it's there's diamonds there's this there's drug dealers Do you know
0: who Ron is is in that book he's knuckles Ron is knuckles
1: in oh that movie. he is oh my god he's so, well no he mm. he's he's
0: he's more like knuckles than anybody else in that
1: he's knuckles when he's wearing pink Oh, like absolutely. He, he never has the, he's no, never, he never has the he's br- never pre-knuckles in pink.
0: <laughs> no, he's knuckles in pink when he's like baking. And yeah. he's like, oh my God, marmalade he's, is the yeah. best thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: oh, that, that, is, that is wrong.
1: All, I think all we can say with this book is it's just a treat. It's it a pleasure. Um, I was about to say, I don't know anyone who hasn't enjoyed Thursday Murder Club, but unfortunately I do. And I'm holding it personally against them. But... <laughs> I just I don't see sense in not loving these books. I think if you go into them just expecting a really nice read, that's exactly mm. what you're going to get. Richard Osman, he's just a delight.
0: Oh, he absolutely is. I just oh, it's just so lovely. And I have to say, we'll say I, I preferred this book over the first one. And I, didn't I know think much. so
1: too. Yeah. I think so too. I went in with the highest expectations and yeah. I always get really nervous when I do that. But I think when you read the first book, you're gonna love it. Mm. I think that pl- it's more plot driven in the first one. and even though the plot is more intense than this, you are just in love with yeah. every single character. Like you oh, fly through this book.
0: Oh, I think I started it. And I think I finished it within like a few hours. I just couldn't put it down. I was like, no, nah, I have to just keep going. And- I was the
1: same. And I was like oh. giggling. And Emmet was looking at me like, oh, my God, like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, this is just really funny. And it's really nice.
0: <laughs> uh, I was I was devastated when I finished it. But yeah. the only thing was when I finished it, it was like coming soon. Thursday Murder Club 3, I was like, Richard thank Richard
1: Osman, like, thank, like you oh, thank you for all you do. Thank you for everything you do, because we are now hooked on you.
0: Yeah. And
1: um, like, you've made us dependent. <laughs> I <laughs> don't going, know. He's like- going to be
0: quickly looking up, like, how to get restraining orders against <laughs> podcast hosts.
1: <laughs> oh, it's just...
0: Oh, it's it's so
1: funny because usually I have so much to say on a book like when we did Sally Rooney we were just talking over each other We had so many mm. opinions and with this one it's just I, I just love it I don't yeah. even need all of these words I just need to say like this is my favorite book
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I think we can guess what the star rating is for this it's definitely 10 10 10 yeah, ten, ten, 10 10
1: 10 10 10, ten, ten. ten oh, um, I actually can't wait to reread this this has me yeah. like, I want to go read it now. Even
0: flicking through it, I was like, oh, there was bits where I was like, oh, I forgot about that. Do you know? And I was like, oh, I forgot how like well written some of this was or like how funny oh, like it was at like... times. Like it is just Richard Osmond. Like, I'm so happy for him that this like went straight to number one. Do you know? I know. And
1: I saw a lovely picture of like his mom. And like, I was like, oh, so
0: nice. <laughs> but even that he's so vocal about supporting local bookshops like i think most of the book signings that he's done have been in local bookshops and actually, or independent ones a
1: couple of weeks ago when the softback copy came out mm-hmm. he released a softback copy edition that was only to be sold in independent bookshops and at the very end um it has all of the character's book recommendations <sighs> it's j- he's made them so real like they're oh, the yes. most fleshed out and loved like he he takes the time to develop every single character that enters this mm. books. They're fleshed out, they're real, they're loved by him. He has Like every decision they do, it makes sense. Then seeing their favorite books, I was like, this, of course it is. I can see them sitting in the nursing home reading this.
0: And I love that because even like, take for example, like Joyce's Instagram, the fact that she follows all of the Strictly Come Dancing people, Makes perfect sense. Makes and it's just, perfect sense. He's
1: told it all out. Like they're oh. like he's spent time with these characters. They're, they're real as far as oh, I'm concerned. Are. Like they're real. Like Joyce reading Grown Ups by Marion Keys. Of course she did.
0: Oh, she's definitely a Marion Keys stan.
1: Like, oh,
0: 100%. What I love with this book is that you just, you're devastated that it's fictional. Mm. That they're fictional characters and you're like,
1: I read a really lovely comment online that someone said they had lost Mm. their grandparents and they were like, oh, it feels like they're in this book. Like I have grandparents in here. And I was like, that's actually, that's, that really is how it feels. That's such a lovely sentiment. Yeah. I'm just going to
0: aim to be like them when I'm.
1: I know. And that's the other that thing. We live in a world where it's just, you have to be young. And like I, she, like, I went through the crisis. Oh my God, I'm 25. I can actually see wrinkles. This is shocking. You're and then I read this 25
0: book for much longer, girl.
1: Oh, girl, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I read this book and all of a sudden I turned to my mom and I was like, I can't wait to be in a nursing home. They're, they're still having the crack, like you know what I mean. Like you, like life goes. Like life just gets better. And I mm. love one of my favorite things in the first book is Joyce, like, kind of looking, like commenting on her daughter, and like how her daughter is, like has a huge house and is like, in therapy every week and is doing this class and this yoga, yeah. and, and she just is like, why is she bothering with all of that now? Like, and Joyce has such nice life and everything just. It, we we get caught up in so much when we're... I think it's the thing, age.
0: though. I mean, even I find, you know, I'm nowhere close to their ages, but even I find, you know, I compare myself to when I was 18. I'm completely different. Do you know, I'm yeah. a lot less... I care a lot less about what people think uh, about me. And, do you know, even I'm a lot more independent. I'm a lot more kind of self-assured in the decisions I make. Yeah, and you know, I can only hope that that will continue to develop. <laughs> do you know, but it's it's oh, it's just so heartwarming. And then you know, we see how that's taken away from Ibrahim. Yeah. You know, and then having to rebuild that. So I think that's very important to people who kind of can say, "Well, I'm not like Joyce or Elizabeth or Ron," and kind of that.
1: You can see that it's it's you know? not a it's not a. It's not something you have. It's something that you get to. Mm. And I think in this book, you just have full faith that Ibrahim is going to be fine because you because of the people that are around him.
0: I'm not going to lie. If there had been no justice for Ibrahim and Ibrahim was still, you know, locking himself away in his house. There would oh, have been more damaged. I would, have been, damaged. There, there, I would there, have been there, there would have been a shell of a human being. And Osman. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I would have gone to war on Twitter. There would have been no one interacting with it, but like I would have gone to war on it.
1: Yeah, would have you. (laughs) I would have.
0: I was literally like the amount of times I probably sent justice for Ibrahim to you (laughs) when reading this book. I was like, I can't. My poor heart can't take it anymore. (laughs) Arrest. arrest Let let me be. I
1: was like, I can't take it. Guys, read this book. Read this book I think absolutely. If there's ever a book That we could recommend it oh, It is the Thursday Murder Club series It's
0: absolutely The Thursday Murder Club series Like we're just gonna Anytime one of these books are released We're gonna have to talk about it I feel like we should have We should also do A Thursday Murder Club Actual episode Eventually Hit us up if you want us to do that Because I just love talking about these books I just oh, love talking about these books And it'll give me a reason to re- so read much. Thursday Murder Club Yes <laughs> That's also why I'm doing it. I'm like, ooh. Ooh, (laughs) Ooh. How deep can we get? (laughs) But, um, when we leave it there, I really loved that. Yes.
1: Oh, Oh, that was nice. So heartwarming. I love this book so much. (laughs) I
0: absolutely do. Thank you for
1: listening. Thank you for listening. Um, Thank you for enjoying my high quality audio podcast (laughs) um, microphone. (laughs) Thanks to the, uh, just thanks again to the FCPGM. Oh, absolutely. Podcast. It's, it's just true. fab yeah. but
0: um go follow us on social media uh goodreads StoryGraph, um instagram twitter yeah and if you love this book hit us up because if you didn't know about it we love Go follow it.
1: great joy 69 oh, on instagram do
0: all right and can't um, wait for
1: more updates on alan the dog in the next episode we didn't talk about him enough <laughs> <laughs>
0: um But I feel like he's going to play a really big part in the next book, Alan. But until next time.
1: Bye. 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 Bye.